Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your favorite sports-adjacent audio forum. I'm Chandler. Sure. And that's Alec. <laughs> uh, and we're back from a hiatus, uh, a little vacation, uh, but neither of us actually went on vacation. Uh, Unfortunately. Yeah. Just been grinding all summer, all winter, shining all summer. Walking hands emoji, summer. hands emoji, strong arm emoji. What's up? Diamond hands. Uh, so hold the line. Very topical. We're just like a few weeks behind on that subject. This is our opportunity. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this week we have all of our regular segments. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little Super Bowl, talk some Mizzou basketball. Uh, then we'll do some predictions, some way too early predictions. Um, what else? Anything? Updates. What Updates. have we been doing? Why were we gone? Yeah, sneaky. we'll let you know. We're just sneaking around. All right, but before we get to that, got to give a shout out to our sponsors, uh, the good people at the Fertilizer Service Company in Fairfax, Missouri. Uh, they are in a little lull right now, but they're prepping because this summer they're going to go off, and they got you from planting through harvest. They have all of your fertilizer needs covered. Uh, if you need them, hit them up at 660-686-2402. I think that number is burned in my memory forever. They're located off Highway 59 in Fairfax, Missouri. And as always, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. We're also brought to you by the Thrive Fantasy app. Prop up? Prop up. (laughs) Uh, It's a fantasy betting app website, essentially similar to your FanDuel's and your DraftKings. Uh, you can use promo code sneaky. That's S N E A K Y. And that Y stands for you could get much more than the $20 bonus. You're already going to get when you use that promo code. So make sure to use promo code sneaky. You get 20 bucks with a $20 deposit. Uh, make sure you're in a state that you can use it as well. Uh, so as always hashtag prop up. All right, let's get started. Out my soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. All right, Alec. Well, uh, what have you been up to? Can we just address how confused you sounded about what the Thrive Fantasy app does? You, it looked like you were just like a lost puppy trying to like find what they did in the woods, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I, Fan Kings draft duels." Yeah, Fan Kings and draft duels. Uh, I've I've never actually used the app because it's not legal in Missouri, so it's like I just have a general understanding of what's going on, and I it's been forever. It's not you know, engraved in my memory quite like fertilizer service company is. That's fair. I hope, uh, <laughs> I hope we never forget that number. It sucks right. that your voice speeds up on these zoom calls, just like off the bat. Like it, you know, has the spots where it like slows down for a second and then we get that chip back super speed and it just goes really yeah. fast. Hate that. All right. Uh, what have I been doing? Uh, essentially missing you. Um, just you know same old same old 
I'm I'm getting set up. You're the one who had to do the big stuff. So how have you been since we have now moved apart? We're back online through the Zoom for this episode. Yeah, yesterday we yesterday we had our first like real conversation in two weeks. Really? Um, but yeah, I guess on the the twenty third, the twenty second was my last day of my job, which was a Friday. And the twenty third I moved, which you helped with. Thank you very much. And so it got moved in and it was a fucking mess. This apartment is not that big. And I brought so much crap. And Gordo I thought was, you meant you moved into a mess, like you just immediately jumped off no, like, bashing yeah. your girlfriend's cleanliness. Yeah, the place was a fucking trip. No. She had it looking very nice because she knew my parents were coming. Mm. But then we're like, I mean, you know, you know how moving goes. You're just like, well, get everything in and then we'll just right. you know, we'll let the ambulance sort it out. We'll kill them all. Uh kill them all and let that, the ambulance sort them out. That's I said not it backwards. An expression. Yeah, it's a line from a movie. I think it's uh, the program. Okay. Could be wrong. Uh, so, we, I mean, just boxes and crates and, like, the TV stand and the other one that I have. I'm like, where the fuck are all these fucking shelves going to go? And, like, McKinsey has a TV and a, a TV stand. I mean, there's just, like, so much stuff. So we went to bed Saturday night, and it was not in good shape. But then we woke up Sunday, and she left, and I, like, fucking busted ass and got it looking okay so good from there uh you know and then started my new job which was i mean you know starting a new job is just it sucks at first because you just don't know anybody and then they introduce you to everyone and then it's not like everybody expects you to like remember their name right off the bat but then it's like you kind of feel rude being like i'm sorry but i i don't remember your name like i just I own up to it unless it's like the boss that's the only person that like oh and um, yeah, I mean, I knew my like my direct report and the owner of the company. Like, I had them memorized because I interviewed with them. But like everybody else, I'm like, you're gonna have to remind me. Or I just they all have name tags on their desks, so I'm just like glancing. I'm like, hey, yeah. Sharon, hey. So I have a question. Uh, and then we had, so that was the first week. And then my second week of work, we had our national convention. So we met down in Branson. To do like our year-end recap thing, bananas. What what was with the trailing off of every couple of words? It because I don't know how much I actually want to talk about it. All right, well, did you with that? But go ahead. What all did you learn from this new experience? Is that what your lifestyle has to deal with, or you got something? Um, no. Well, my lifestyle has to deal with moving in, and I think it's something that both of us kind of struggled with. At first, you were a lot better about it than me, I think. And it's decorate. Like, I mean, you can see, like, I got, like, some shit hanging up on the wall over here. It looks very clearly like your girlfriend had a hand in that. Uh, no, these are actually, so these two pictures right here. Uh, where's my hand? That one and that one. Those are pictures my dad took in Rockport. And I, oh, for, no Christmas, shit, for Christmas, I had them, like, actually put out into like big pictures so i can hang them on the wall look at you growing up i know i was like man i turned 25 i should probably get some like art or something but my lifestyle tip is decorate because it makes the place you're moving into feel like a home so much faster and i 
like when we moved into our last place, which I 1333, I'll just like when you moved into there, you decorated your room like much faster than like I like never put anything up in my room. And I, I regret that. I, I think it's huge about like owning that space. Um, like even like whenever I moved in with my girlfriend, I was like, hey, like I need some stuff up or like, you know, something that is like my area, my section mm-hmm. to like go to. Absolutely. Yeah. She never really and she didn't really have that much of them. She had some stuff more like plants and stuff, but she wanted to like do it together. I think that was the bigger thing is she wanted like both of us to decide like what goes where. It was just nice. It made it feel like I wasn't moving into her place. And I was like, yeah, is our place. That's nice because like I definitely don't have a hand in those decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, do it. Yeah, I don't really want a hand in it either. Unless it was like my own personal room. Are you going to be the decorator of the man cave later on? Or are you going to let the wife decide? Sure. I, yeah, I want my own personal man cave to have my touch. Like what uh, my life- is that- go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going into segments. You got more stuff. Well, I, I was just saying, like, we went to an antique store, which I don't know if you've ever been in the River Market antique store, but they have a zillion signs. And like that one with the iguana that you saw like i go in there and i'm like oh man I, this would be perfect for a fucking man cave to have up on the wall but we just don't have the room so i'm just like storing ideas but what what is your lifestyle tip and you remember you live on the fourth floor in the middle of a city yeah etsy for valentine's day it might be a little late to get in the game uh but maybe book that on your calendar calendar for uh, next year fellas i feel like it's anniversary season there. too yeah, I'm already done with that one. I just have Valentine's Day, birthday, double whammy coming up. Same day. Yeah, that's a big one. No, Etsy big is awesome. Day. Oh, for sure. Um, that's where like, I got some Christmas presents for some coworkers that were like handmade ornaments oh, yeah. and stuff that I like. The person appreciates it a ton because it, it seems super personal. You know, you didn't just like go to the Target. It doesn't yeah, matter and, if it's yeah, a small su- trinket. You're supporting a small business. Maybe even a small person or a large person. We support them all. Uh, do you? I'll go ahead with my beef. So as you can see, very clean shaven. It's the worst. It had been, <laughs> it had been. So I had been just shaving with like a like an electric razor. And now uh, since I go to an office, it's business professional. I have to like actually shave with a razor. And I forgot how much it fucking sucks to do that with some frequency and like how irritated your face gets. Can all you the have time. a beard? If you have, you can have facial hair if it's like trimmed. Like there's two guys with goatees, and that's like all that there is with facial hair. You can have a full beard. There's nobody that does. Huh. And that's- like the, the owner is very like the two that do. One's been there 30 years and one's been there like 15 years. So they're they both like senior. the right to a goatee. Well, the, the owner is like very strict, <laughs> like no facial hair. He wants like business professional dress, like all that stuff, which it makes sense because I do when I get dressed in the morning, I'm like in the mindset to work like that. The dress part, I understand. But like also me, like my facial hair. Whether I grow it out or not is not professional. That's why I was laughing was the fact that it became an issue. And so, I had initially imagined you were busy and like hadn't shaved for a while. And you went into work and they're like, that has to go. No, no, it was very, uh, it wasn't like 
very upfront, but they were like, Hey, just let you know, it's like business professional around here. We don't really do business casual. Uh, so, you know, keep that in mind. Business in the front party in the back. Yeah. I, I was going to do the weather as my beef just to, you know, for good, for old time's sake, you know, I first thought one about back. it too, but you know, we've done it a million times, but the weather is a bitch right now. Of course. Yeah. But my beef this week is officially have gone gluten-free. So goodbye to like all my favorite food. That's rough. Sayonara. You literally, you literally are a gluten deliverer. Yeah. Oh, that's I, dude, I can, the only thing I can eat at work is wings, which, okay, fair option. Uh, but Secondly, is these like gluten free pizzas that are just terrible. Like you're like, hey, give me a handful of pepperonis. I'm trying to, I'm trying. It to would honestly be more appetizing. Like it's like every single uh, cardboard stereotype about gluten food just comes to life and haunts me. That we had, uh, Mackenzie had, we had some chickpea pasta. It was honestly pretty fucking good. I think she had a chickpea pizza that was pretty good. I didn't eat the pizza, but the pasta was fire. What the most ADD response? What's going on? Have we swapped places? Well, Gluten free. So you went straight to a pasta? Well, that's gluten. We're talking about Italian pizzas and I don't know. All right. Maybe okay. I, I need to get on to Adderall. We'll keep it pushing because I have a Google this, uh, which is about this man. It's kind of up your alley, Chandler. The... Mm-hmm guy who does game reviews well i should say game mission reviews and specifically those missions that involved heists so this man got out of prison and started a youtube channel where he reviews yeah the mechanics of how they go through and how like quickly the cops would be there if like the reactions would really be like that how is he a bald dude yada yada yeah i think i've seen him before yeah, I've definitely watched one of his videos before. Yeah. That dude's awesome. Yeah, he's made like a, a huge career of being a, an ex-con. Yeah, he got out like after a felony and was like, hey, I want to, you know, figure out how to make some money. And somebody on the internet was like, do this. And, you know, in a couple of weeks, you'll have like a decent amount of views. And he has like six figures bankroll because of it. Because I think he did. I think how I first saw him is I think he did like a like GQ or somebody will do like uh, they like had him on to review like bank high scenes from movies. Mm-hmm. So they had like oceans 11 on and he was like, ah, it wouldn't really work like that. And they had like other, like a uh, hell or high water on. And he was like, ah, that's pretty similar to like how it would go down. If somebody, you know, he just was like critiquing huh. it. So doing that same thing that you were talking about. Well, hell of a Sweet. job. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have him. for uh, Google this? So my Google this is the Dallas Mavericks will no longer be playing the national anthem before their games. Mark Cuban has shut that down. Now, the interesting part, they haven't done it for the last 13 games. Nothing happened. <laughs> they finally I just do got love announced. That. Yeah. And like everybody's losing their mind. They're like, well, we've been doing it pretty much. Yeah, we've been doing it. Just figured it out, and then they went and asked him about it. He goes, "I don't see it changing." Yeah, I, I mean, 
I don't know. It doesn't bother me because I, I try not to let, I mean, one, it wouldn't bother me anyways, but like, you just shouldn't let little things like that bother you. Um, but like, I guess people are saying it's like, which I have no clue, but it's not a regular thing in other countries to play the national anthem before sporting events. It's not a regular thing. And it wasn't that widely popular as it is today until after nine 11. So there's actually a story that was put out like a couple months ago on ESPN of a guy who talked about like post 9-11 sports and how, you know, we have like all these support our troops, support our healthcare, yada, yada, yada down the line because one person got it and then all the other services needed it of where we had personal supporting days and, you know, the national anthem, salute to service, whatever's going on at the game, like all of that went way, way up. Makes even sense a whole uh the honor of the military month in nfl you know uh but mm-hmm. it, all of that November. changed as you know post 9-11 we sort of went on this curve of uh doing that more yeah i mean the only thing i could think of where it is played is and is very common is the olympics but that's after you win the top three get it yeah you don't even get to play it if you're a loser yeah and it's like so you should play it after if you win which like that's very common people like uh like it royals games they put up the w and they they play music like chicago has go cubs go like that's pretty common right i'm sure the first time trinidad and trivago heard their national anthem at the olympics shit went wild exactly it's such an honor so do you have a what the feed for us yeah um do you not have a google this we skipping you Mine was Mark Cuban and the national anthem. We're just talking about that. My bad. Yeah. So my what the feed is this dad who gave his like middle school, maybe like elementary age kid a beard. That's mine. Was that going to be yours? Yeah. I think father of the year. Have you seen the family photo? Yeah. He gave it to every single one of his sons and one of the daughters. And the daughter. Yeah. (laughs) She had a nice little goatee going on. Yeah. It was awesome. He was like, my son said he want a beard. He gets a beard. He said he makes dreams come true. He does. Yeah, do it. I have it right here. The daughter really rocks that guy. I'm a real father. I make dreams come true. My son wanted a beard. I got him one. Church. (laughs) 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 Hey, Hey, Jane. You look like baby Rick Ross, yeah. Let me see your mama gonna be mad. (laughs) That's my favorite part. Your mama's gonna be mad. It's like your mama's gonna be mad every time. And the kid's face goes from like smiling to like real serious. He's like, shit, mom is gonna be mad. He realized the repercussions. Yeah. I mean, but now the whole fam's dripped out, honestly. Yeah, I'm sure they'll get, and they'll probably get some kind of, I don't know. I saw, like, Ocean Spray had the fucking, the Ocean Spray guy, the guy who rode the longboard. I can't even remember his name. They had him all over for the Super Bowl. I'm sure they'll get some kind of thing. Angel Face. Dog Face Angel Face 357. Dog, dog Face. Dog Face, yeah. It's literally Dog uh, Face 420, I think. Yeah, apparently they go and they put glue onto their faces where the hair is going to be attached uh, because typically the beards that you would add on for guys are like pre-fitted for like adults and then like you trim them down 
to whatever you need. Yeah. And then, like same thing with like plugs. And so like they had to special make all of these glue pieces, which <laughs> makes me think like, how long is this on? Cause those kids might be having a beard for months and how is it going to fall out as well? I, I would assume they have to take like a straight razor and like shave it off yeah. once it gets beat up. Like it just looks like a dead possum eventually, especially <laughs> with a little kid who's like not going to care for it. Right. But you know, when he walked into class on Monday, that day, oh, he was man of the hour. Oh, jaws were dropping. The teacher, <laughs> the teacher was probably like, what in the fuck? His dad was probably I can so just happy. imagine how his head had to have been so high walking into that classroom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you, what's you your gotta, uh well it was the little kid. You have anything else? Think, or, I just think, told you. Um I, I can go with the weekend, the weekend memes. It, it the internet, we're at a point now. The video of the weekend in like the mirror house. The main one yeah. had like 40 million views by Monday morning. It's insane how like quickly viral things can go nowadays. I mean, we were learning for so long how to do it. And now we're on the front end of the curve. Yeah. And then now like he just tweeted out the video. They dubbed over the Joker, uh, like one of the Joker like monologues they dubbed it over i mean i'm sick and tired of it now but it was a good run there for like 24 hours can we add other people to this and then you mute them uh yeah we should do that bring some uh people in to listen like if they ever want to sit in on the live pod Oh, it's been upgraded. You upgraded it. Running out of time. We've oh, they just removed the forty-minute time limit. On right, meeting. yeah. I don't know why there was that existed. Why'd you raise your hand? Quit doing weird shit. Uh, <laughs> you have so, to actually lower your hand if you yeah. raise it. <laughs> um. So I have a SAP MDB. Okay, go ahead. It is Alice in Danger in Dangerland. Yes. I'm glad I get to hear about this again. Whenever Chandler and I first talked yesterday, we spent five minutes discussing this. Yeah, I mean, it's a good show. It's a Netflix original. Uh, it's a Japanese show. It's based in Tokyo. So if you're going to watch it, you're either going to watch the... Japanese version with subtitles, or you're going to watch the dubbed English dubbed version. I watched the dubbed version. And it's not that bad. They do a good job of like, actually, it's one of the better dubbed things I've ever watched. Uh, not that I've watched a ton of them, but I thought it was better than like, you remember the platform? That show no. where the, they were like the prison cells were all down and the platform came down with a certain amount of food and it went down all like 300. You've not watched that. Okay, well, that sh you should watch that. It's made by the same uh, people who made Snowpiercer. The movie about the train. With the Isn't that good? The movie? 
or the I show? Mean, the show, either of them. Any I haven't them? watched the show. I don't think the show is as good as the movie. The movie is fire, but also the movie platform is pretty good. But it's dubbed. Uh, so anyway, it's a uh, this Alice in Dangerland. It's about these uh, three friends who they're in Tokyo, and then they get like like transplanted into a parallel Tokyo where they have to essentially play in these games to survive. And each game has a different difficulty and a different base. And they're, it's based on a deck of cards. So like an ace of spades is a spades is like a physical game and an ace is the, it's a one. So it's the easiest game. So, but it it's eight episodes and it's really new, but it leads off at the end. Like there'll be a season two. Uh, I thought it was super interesting. We finished it in like five days. Did you say spade is physical game and then the ace is the one? I thought you said yeah. the ace for both. Doesn't matter. No, the ace is the easiest and uh, like a king is the toughest. We'll have to check it out. Same thing with my... Uh, Sap MDB is something I just don't know. Is WandaVision good? Just somebody tell me. Because I, I huh? I've heard it's good, but I've also heard that from diehard Marvel fans. So I'm like, exactly. You're gonna fucking, you're gonna push for that shit no matter what. Because like Marvel fans, they are. It's like me with the Chiefs. Like I'm gonna always believe in the Chiefs. They're always gonna believe in Marvel no matter what. Like it's like their team. Them and their Marvels. Okay, uh, so what do you want to get to? <laughs> that now? was it. You didn't even think that reference was a little funny. God, okay, it probably went over my head. So Marvels with an S. Oh, and now I get it. There you go. Yeah, okay. I haven't thought about him in forever. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's go. He blocked me on all social about? media. What am I? Um. I mean, I guess we he hasn't die. entered your mind because <laughs> you haven't been able to see it. Exactly. He's kept me from it. Uh, the Super Bowl. I guess we can talk about it. I'm still <laughs> sad, but I'm way less sad than I was. Uh, it was a tough game to watch for sure. Do you have any thoughts it on it? Understandable. I mean, besides just that, like, this was going to happen eventually. We knew, like, with our expectations for Patrick Mahomes, he's. we think that he's going to get to the Super Bowl very often. He's not going to win everyone. That being said, if there was a game to lose, there are plenty of things that look bad that wasn't his fault that gives me plenty of hope for the future. I know that you want to talk some about the O-line, which, is like, is huge, obviously, and, like, people yeah. opting out and – uh Oh, that running back who opted out because uh, Williams is trash. He needs to be off the team. Yeah, I mean, Damian Williams opted out, and then Daryl was uh, Darryl, you know, on the team. Yeah. Um, he never – I've never seen anybody keep his head so straight while going out for a pass. It's like it could just hit him in the he, back of the yeah, head. Yeah, he, he struggled out of the backfield for sure. Le'Veon Bell would have been a big help there if he wasn't injured. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I thought Mahomes 
he he definitely I think he probably played his worst game in the NFL. Uh, but it wasn't really that bad. Like it would he was doing some things. He threw two of the best incomplete passes I've ever seen in my life. It was that spinning one that landed when he rolled out left and it landed right on the pylon, like so nobody could catch it but his wide receiver, and his wide receiver didn't catch it. And then the was that fucking, Pringle? Miss Pringle. And then the diving, like short stop fucking like where his body's parallel and it hits off hit him in the face daryl williams face mask and i I mean he's just not made to catch balls no and you know clyde i think also another point is clyde edwards alaire is much better out of the backfield but he wasn't 100 percent. he wasn't you know with his injury i don't think he was ready to go fully for the super bowl so that's also an issue. Uh, you know, Mahomes ran 497 yards before he threw his passes. So from the time the, the ball was snapped on passing plays to the time he threw it, threw, ran for almost 500 yards. I met a, made a personal bet with myself that you had mentioned that stat during this episode. I had to. It's one of the most insane stats. I like I know and like I knew that I was trying to keep myself back from it because I was like I've heard this stat like six times now like yeah. no way people haven't heard it. I mean I I was looking at it on on Sunday night and I was like Jesus. But I mean they they Tampa Bay did a good job of taking advantage of our weaknesses. They dominated our offensive line which we talked about that was their strong suit was their defensive line and they and won it was that battle peaking right then. They yeah. won that I mean, battle. They, that that's was the best time of their year. If they don't win that battle, they lose the game. Like that was the one thing they had to do to even give themselves a shot was dominate our offensive line. And they did a good job. We were down three, no four. Both of our tackles and both of our guards because one opted out, the guard opted out, the other three were hurt. And then one of the backups also moved. So really only our center who is just okay. They attacked our linebackers. Who are not Three of great. them were playing a position for the first time. Like they had never played yeah. like, you know, say they were the left guard. Now they're the right. Our, our left yeah, tackle it, got absolutely terrible. obliterated by JPP. Uh, our linebackers got exposed. I mean, that's why you saw Gronk go off and have two touchdowns. And I don't know how many yards, whatever. But our linebackers Gronk had two touchdowns all year. Oh no, he didn't have a good year at all. He started yeah. off super slow. Like he maybe had a thousand total yards, including the playoffs. And Travis Kelsey had 1,700 yards. Uh, our wide receivers just played probably as a group, one of their poorest combined games. So with all that, and then coaching wasn't great either. It was just like, Everybody had a bad game at once. And so I think that's a lot of just being out coached. Um, you can say whatever you want about Brett Reed and that whole situation. He's no longer on the Chiefs. And you can talk about how much of a distraction that was. I'm not going to speculate on anything like that because that's not my job. Uh, being a Actually, fan. it kind of is being a, being a podcaster. Fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, first. but while you're on the mic, what do you think? Um, I mean, how is it not a distraction to some degree? That's kind of my thing is everything like, pretty much went wrong that could have gone wrong. Yeah. 
from the it calls is, to the pregame, the like injuries what, going into it. Yeah. I absolutely. mean, like Mahomes is Mahomes is injured. His toe didn't look that injured. Operable. And yeah, his toe did not look that injured against the bills, but the bills didn't really get pressure. So we didn't have to see mm-hmm. how much his toe was hurting him. And then it was pretty clear when he was getting thrown around like a rag doll and running for his life. Yeah. That toe hurts pretty fucking bad. Like our number one running back injured our whole offensive line injured like it offensively we're fucking banged up so that sucks the penalties in the first half absolutely murdered us mike evans is as soft as 10 ply fucking toilet paper he's a garbage wide receiver i'll never rank him in the top 10 ever spicy that's that's my hot take i'll get off there he had one catch for 31 yards and he's like fucking toting around like he did all this shit because he literally tripped on a fucking that pass interference call where he tripped himself and fell. I just, it, I think I took my, I was wearing a beanie and I spiked it into the ground right when that happened. And I had to turn around and apologize to McKenzie. I was like, I'm sorry, 25 years old. I should handle my temper a little bit better than that. But that's fucking terrible. I could just imagine you like a little kid getting up and slamming it. So mad. But then, you know, I think there was a statistic that on an offensive drive, when the defense gets a penalty, the offense is 30% more likely to score a touchdown. When the defense gets two penalties, they're 90% more likely to score a touchdown. I don't remember who told me that, but I'm pretty sure that that's like Romo spit that statistic out. And it showed Tampa Bay took advantage of those opportunities in the first half and people want to rag on the defense. The defense fucking made stops and did things like Tyron Matthew had an interception that should have been an interception. And they called this like phantom holding call that just didn't exist. Like we've stopped them for a field goal and they called offsides and then never showed a replay to show whether the guy was offsides or not. Like never once. And they had the down the line view. I think these calls were specifically atrocious because as chiefs fans we're used to Mahomes getting those brady calls but when it's actually brady in the game it's gonna go to him i, I mean i sure so it hurts it, it hurts it just, a little bit more seeing it when's the last time that happened to the chiefs like you know before patrick was here and chiefs fans have moved on fast 2018 yeah like the afc championship game against the patriots yeah when like Tom Brady got that roughing the passer call when Chris Jones hit his shoulder pad. Like that's the last time. And then before that was like the Tennessee Titans when they called the Ford the progress stop pick. on Marcus Mariota's. Yeah. That he it was, like got, of it himself. was, well, that Marcus Mariota threw a touchdown to himself, but Derek yeah. Johnson blitzed sacked Marcus Mariota. And as he was tackling him, Mariota fumbled and the chiefs recovered it. And the refs blew the whistle and said, Marcus Mariota, his Ford progress stopped. That was literally the most insane call I've ever seen. You were there. You were at yeah, the game. I I barely remember. Uh, to be fair to the refs, his forward progress did stop. Oh, he was going backwards. <laughs> for sure. But he was in the air, mid-tackle, and fumbled it. And they're like, no, his forward progress stopped. Had to have. Oh, but yeah. No, I, I do think we got outcoached. Uh, Tam Bay took advantage of the situations uh, that they were gifted uh, or that they were put in. Um, so we lost. And 
I think to a certain degree we did beat ourselves, but I do think they won. Here's what I want to know. What do you do different next year? Stay healthy. Like I need legitimate- like tangible things. Like you can't just like throw a wish in the well here. Like you have to make you're draft. the GM. So I think we like, who draft are you linebackers. I yeah, well, of course. Of course I, literally, I think I think and if the O line. If if Willie Gay, who is a rookie linebacker, didn't fucking destroy his ankle in week 17, and if both of our tackles are are healthy, even if we have the backup guards. Because their inside of their 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 middle, like their defensive tackles, didn't really have that big of a game. You didn't hear Ndamukong Sue's name that much. It was their outside pass rushers who dominated. And if we have Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher, who are good tackles, people will complain. I have complained about Eric Fisher in the past. I can't even remember. Whitworth, I think is his name, who played left tackle, made Eric Fisher look like a fucking god. Like if we just have our left tackles and give Mahomes like half a second longer on every play, we have a shot. Uh, the national media thinks Eric Fisher is a god. I, I know they, that I oh. listen to that more than you, and like it's just if you can't see me right now, I'm double pumping cocks to my mouth. Just imagine. Well, because Eric, Eric Fisher, Fisher was a first round, pick. he was the number one overall pick. So everyone outside of Chiefs like Chiefs fans, yeah, thinks he's well, he's got to be good. He was the number one overall pick, and he's been he's on the, the team only this whole time. lineman whose name I know as well, yeah, because so, Eric Fisher, yeah, I can remember that, yeah. But Mitchell Schwartz is way better, who was the right tackle, what cooler he, name, too, yeah. So, I don't know, I think getting like having Did you deeper, disagree with my name take, or you just didn't care, Mitchell Schwartz. Yeah, it's got to be a cooler name than Eric Fisher. His his brother's name is uh, Jeff Schwartz, but it's spelled Geoff. You've probably seen him on Twitter. Nice, nice. I like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I we need to. I, I in vet in Brett Beach, I trust, and I think him and Andy Reid will have a good draft. Um, I don't know. You trust in the process. Trust in the process. I, we've been to three straight AFC championship games. Like I can't really sit here and complain that much. That's fair. Well, let's go ahead and look forward to next season then and get into our little way too early picks. Breaking news. Yeah. The Kansas City Royals have sent a trade. The three-way trade? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did you oh. see that? Oh, yeah. Get on I'm your just, game. This is from 22 minutes ago. Yeah, I'm sorry that you're behind. Well, break the news then. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name is actually why I stayed away from it. Mm. <laughs> uh, ben and Teddy? Ben and Tendi, I think. There's another N in there. There's three N's. It's a lot. It's a mouthful. Benintendi. To the Royals. Yeah, Andrew Benintendi. I don't know the rest of the deal, though. I, I only know that he's, he's going a butt to the chin. Royals. Apparently, he underperformed as a prospect. Good God. Look at the cheeks on that sucker. That kind of a moon face. 
He does. He looks like he's from Boston. Wait, I think that's racist. Moonface? Yeah. I'm not for sure. I've just seen it used to like when people, when people take pictures and they don't have their chin out, they have their chin back and it makes your face round. I mean, I guess it could be intended to uh, discriminate against specific races, but I've never seen it or heard it used in that way. I apologize if it is that used in that way. I think it's either like Inuits or uh, Asians. That it's offensive to not that we my, really need to get down to it right my now. apologies um i do have a quick subject change since uh, we okay. need something right now uh since i'm gluten-free now i only drink fruity shit like i really don't have a choice there is like mm, yeah three, i bet you're pissed about it there's three options out there for like beers honestly so that's what i thought initially too but like i, I miss a bush light like bad they're tasty little ipa but anyways uh if you've listened before we've talked about uh formula one so i bought this beer specifically because it's the monaco Monaco. 69 nice is wine gluten-free yeah wine and liquor unless like not all vodkas but like whiskeys are fine mostly because something about the process of whiskey specifically like takes it out but vodka is like an issue unless it's potato based. I actually knew that about vodka because one of McKenzie's friends is gluten free. And so like uh, with certain seltzers, some of them are a beer product. Oh, and, yeah. That and makes some sense. of them are actually vodka and blah, blah, blah. But then they have to even look into the vodka. So it's quite an ordeal. Buddy, I'm telling you, it is. Yeah. I think you know I would probably I've just cooked? switch over. I would probably just switch over to wine and whiskey. That's probably all I would consume. So, were we drinking John Barr whenever you left? Like right before? Uh, probably. I thought it was something else. Uh, oh, no, we're drinking wild turkey. This bottle of John Barr is nothing like that wild turkey. Oh no, yeah, it's not that good. I'm like choking it down. The wild turkey's way but wild turkey one on one is good. Yeah. Yeah. Like compared to what I was just dealing with. Yeah, I've been trying to get through this John Barr before I buy like some good whiskey and like it's yeah. gonna be a minute. Wild turkey for a twenty two dollar bottle is some fucking good whiskey and it's fifty and a half percent alcohol, so it gets you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> We were drunk fast. I remember yeah. your dad asked me, he goes, so who won the bet? And uh, <laughs> I was like, well, I kind of like looked online and like, you know, we had some questions about the polling. And so we both drank and he goes, oh, would you, like, so you both like did shots. And I was like, yeah, we both, you know, took down whatever he goes. Oh, I'm sure that went well. We did like seven shots too. I don't remember. Yeah. I didn't like fully count it, but it was definitely more than five. We were pretty drunk. I it's not been have a, a good day the next day. Yeah, it was a rough day. I was late yeah. to work by a lot. I probably strolled in a little late, but. All right. So we are talking about Super Bowl picks for next year. MVP picks for next year. The NFL is a wild carousel right now. 
So way too early picks. What do you got for me? Whichever one you want to do first. So I think that the NFC champion will be the Green Bay Packers. I think that they were a couple pieces away and I, I don't know. I just, Tampa Bay pissed me the fuck off. So I just don't even want to think about them. Uh, especially since they were an 11 and five team uh, and they just kind of put together a run. They're, they're good, but I, I mean, we just saw it. It's hard to fucking two peat. It's hard. That to is win. one of the craziest things that it's only happened like three times or twice ever in the NFL. The Patriots did it twice or once. Once. That, and, and that's crazy. Like, think how many Super Bowls, how dominant the Patriots are in your mind. And the they fact went that to they nine only... Super Bowls and yeah. won five of them. And yeah, only they two of the five were back to back. Yeah, that's insane. I, I, it's happened. I mean, the Bills went to four Super Bowls in a row and lost all. Of them. Also, a bad beat. That's what I saw some Chiefs fans tweeting like, how did the Bills go through this? Like, how, <laughs> how how do they deal with this for four years in a row? And then and then it just stopped. Like, then you just don't like they just didn't get anymore. Like, because there is the, at least the buildup of like having successful season and then like winning the AFC championship game. And like there's that two weeks, the two weeks, which I guess I don't know how it was back then, but the two weeks between the championship game and the Super Bowl are like paradise. Because it's like you you're cemented as one of the two best teams in the league, and then obviously you're like, well, we're in the Super Bowl, so we have a chance of winning. It's not like I think it's interesting that you think it's paradise because for me it's like a roller coaster. Like I convince myself of one thing or the other every couple of days. I think I was mainly that was probably last year for me, whereas this year I was just like, no, it's gonna be good. It'll be fine. We have we have Mahomes. Everything will be fine. You were pretty confident. I was worried for like the Buffalo game. Like I got worried real early. It's just I, I'm high strong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I maybe I should have been much more worried. Evidence says so. So I for next year, the Kool-Aid. Packers. Yep. And versus then the Chiefs. You got our boys, of course. Yeah, they're going to go to so, their fourth AFC championship game and going to win that. And then I'll, I'll get let you get your predictions and we'll pick our winners. Oh, of the game? No, go ahead with the game because like, oh, I'll, I'll do mine Chiefs. quick. Chiefs 31-17. Yeah, exactly. So I think I'm the same on that side, on the AFC side at least. Uh, but on the other side, there's a lot of options. And I think that I'm going to go with the Rams. I forgot about uh, Matt Stafford being out there. So I kind of am in that same boat as I just hate Tom Brady. and I don't want to see him do it. And who are the contenders under that that I see doing anything? Saints, not anymore. Who's going to see Jameis or it? Jameis is their quarterback. Who's their quarter? Who? Yeah, exactly. I think it's Jameis or Taysom. I Jameis obviously has the potential. And if someone, I'd rather be Jameis if I'm the Saints fans. 
the feat of imagination to put a scheme together that Jameis exceeds in would be fantastic to watch. Yeah. Be, and then that was it's a beautiful sentence. It was, I'm surprised you didn't, I would have stumbled my way through that for sure. Uh, the Seahawks, I don't see them like, they're just not that same Seahawks. They have Russ and they have DK, but then, so like, you probably didn't catch this news today. Russ went on an interview and essentially was like, I don't know if I'm on the market or not. And they haven't told me anything. They haven't guaranteed me anything. They haven't told me that like their future plan is to stay here. And then the Seahawks came out and were essentially like, we're sticking with Russ while he's our guy, which is <laughs> very much he's great. on the market. Right. So like, I, you know, like I was saying, I saw new Orleans there. I saw the Seahawks there. I saw the Rams there. I saw the Packers there as teams that were going to be next in line. I think now it's just the Packers, the Rams, uh, because the rest of those teams were going to fall apart besides Tampa Bay, who I'm just excluding. I mean, I guess the Niners could get healthy again. They were fucking injured. True, but like Garoppolo really won't do that much unless they get in on like a good QB in this meantime. I don't really see them doing anything, but I think that being a Bucks fan, I understand that management in Wisconsin is not great, and I don't have a lot of confidence in them. So that's my All pick: right. Chiefs over Rams. MVPs, actually. So should I save my grief? Should I, should I let it out now? Now or? All right. I cannot be more upset that Travis Kelsey did not win the MVP this year. And I said this take earlier, and I'm going to die on this hill because I've stuck my flag in it. You sure? No tight end has ever done as good as Travis Kelsey did this year. Statistically, throughout the games, he's topped every other tight end and most receivers. Not only should he have been the offensive player of the year, but he should have been the NFL MVP. And next year, I think that he will get it on the back of Patrick Mahomes. One and two. He's, I mean, right barring there. injury, he's going to have his sixth 1,000-yard receiving year in a row. So I've noticed this trend a lot throughout different sports leagues, but it seems like you have that one year that, like, peaks you where, like, you're trending to be ahead of a lot of people and everyone's like, oh, shit, we should start paying attention to this. And then the next year, you might not be statistically as high, but people are paying more attention to you, and so you end up getting those votes because of that narrative line. Yeah, You know, you see it in the NBA all the time. So, like, I mean, LeBron, this is very this much year. a wish yeah, for sure. Wishful thinking, but like I hope it's T House. Who you got? I think so what's crazy is he's gonna if he has another, I mean, just average season for what he's been having the last five years, he's gonna he deserves it. In the regular season for his receiving yards, he'll break nine thousand career yards. And also another thing is people are like since him and Gronk are the same age, they like to compare them side by side. And it's like the fact that Kelsey didn't like he had his first year. He didn't play at all. He played in one game and he didn't even start that game. And then he's never had below 850 yards in a season. Skipped a year in college too. Yeah. Two full years of not playing. 
just statistically a beast. It's nobody's ever done what he's done. He needs to get some respect. He had 1,700 yards this year. Stephen A. Smith was on first take talking about how hot Kelsey's girlfriend is. This man is a trendsetter. She ain't bad looking, that's for sure. Uh, you don't okay. have to tell me. What my... Are you doing research? What are you doing? I'm looking through Kelsey's stats. <laughs> um, my I guess MVP. I'll let you off the hook for not being prepared since you're bolstering my argument. My MVP is Josh Allen. I think he carries on what he's having now. Another type of deal where he has the narrative. All of a sudden, he he got that narrative late of his completion <sighs> percentage went way up, and he was having a much better year. He has Stefan Diggs. He's fucking good. And, like, I mean, depending on if the Patriots aren't that good again, the Dolphins are going to be the best, the second best team in that division. For sure. Yeah. So, like, they really don't have anybody to play. So he's gotten, like, those six games, he's going to be fucking stomping people. One of my biggest pet peeves in life is when I make an argument for somebody and, like, attach a narrative to it, and then somebody counteracts it with, yeah, that completely makes sense, but it makes even more sense for somebody else, and that's <laughs> what you just did. <laughs> I kind of pulled that one out of my ass too because I wasn't. Oh, sure. oh the narrative was thing on Josh Allen is yeah high key. I mean, hit. that's they put that on every primetime game he was playing, and they put up yep. this fucking like year one, year two, year three. Oh my god, look at this drastic difference. So if he can keep that up, I don't see why he wouldn't be at least the offensive player of the year, if not. MVP. The big jump season never happens twice. But the next one could still be a vast improvement. It's, so I think it's the consistency that impresses people more than yeah. the jump. Unfortunately. So are we all foosballed out, Mama? Yeah. Okay. B ball, Mizzou basketball. We have something to talk about. Are we Crazy. ready for this? First time in forever. I don't think that we've ever legitimately had a good Mizzou basketball team while we've been doing this podcast. Oh, no, we haven't. This is only two years old. I am excited. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm I'm watching basketball games again. College basketball on Tuesday nights. I know. Like, my alert goes off. I'm like, fuck, I got to find a TV. Like, I was at my I was at my conference. I'm like, fuck. I was like watching on my phone. And then I'm like, oh, wait, there's a bar around the corner. And I went because I was like, oh, it's on ESPN. That's another thing. Is it like. Mizzou basketball games used to be kind of fucking tough to watch. They're on SEC like Network. You, you right couldn't now. find it. Like you couldn't find the fucking game. It'd be on like FS1 or it'd be on like SEC Alternative. And so like the bar wouldn't have it on unless you specifically asked them. Now I just walk around the corner and they're playing on ESPN. So I'm like, fuck yeah, it's just automatically on. Feels good to have a team that's in primetime on the on the best channel. Above every single blue blood in the nation. Awesome. Top 10, baby. It feels so good that that state to the left is just doing trash this year. Garbage. I hope, and you know what fucking returns next year? What? The border war. That's true. It got pushed back and it's going to be in the sprint center. And I hope we fucking kick the shit out of them. 
that would be fantastic. Something that I saw brought up the other day about how this season's kind of different and why Mizzou might be succeeding is in the pandemic, teams with more veteran leadership, as we talk about every year with the tournament, do well and they're doing fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, and I think it's pretty obvious that like, like with the Alabama game, we were 20 balling them and almost lost that game. So I don't think our coaching is that amazing, but I think we have talent on our team. Well, so I'm so consistency and skill. It's such a conflicting thing for me because in basketball, very rarely do you find a coach who can do both the X's and O's and the recruiting. And obviously Conzo is a fantastic recruiter, but like, can we move on to the future? Like continue the success with where he is. Did Conzo take a a step up? Like, yeah, I don't know. We're paying him a lot of money. So I would like to see that. I don't know. It's just exciting. I think both of us and everyone listening can agree. I when your team is actually good, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, and we'll see how they move down the road, but agree. 100% more exciting than any Mizzou team has been in the last three to five years, maybe, since Kim English won the Big 12. That would be 2012, 2013. It sucks. It was, 20, that, like, it was 2012 because... It was the 2012-2013 season. That's what it was. Go ahead. Sorry. You paused with such a look of confusion on your face. I was doing the math in my head because my <laughs> our senior year of high school was our first year in the SEC. Which I'm glad that you mentioned our age because that's what I was about to say too. It just sucks that like my best basketball memories of my favorite college team were when I was in middle school. Six years ago, yeah, eight. They just turned the ball over as I said that. Like, awesome. woe is me, Mizzou sports. I guess our our junior in high school was eight years ago now. That's crazy to think about. I mean, to be fair, I'm looking at this old Miss team, and the last person that they had was that like redneck looking dude who could shoot the three and ended up playing in Egypt or whatever. Oh, uh, he killed yeah, the tournament. He played that in the year. Middle East. Oh, I can literally see him. He was a scrappy little fuck. He's a you know who would know that name right off the top of Paul his head? Brooks. I, true, but Jake Surges. Uh Henderson. Yes. Yes. Uh, Marshall Henderson. Yeah. That's Balled exactly out. It. He had like baggy ass shorts. Yep. What a tournament for him. He is the lifeblood of white trash, Mississippi. I mean, there's definitely still Marshall Henderson jerseys that are being worn today. I mean, they like put them over the robes they wear at clan rallies. God damn. You, I knew it was going to go somewhere interesting. We were laughing halfway through your joke. <laughs> okay. We can end it there. Then. <laughs> All right. We, we done. <laughs> It's just a bunch. <laughs> Marshall Henderson, Larry Bird, Jason Kidd jerseys from a giant burning cross. And there's one guy in like a Jerry West jersey. Like the old, old. 
somebody shows up with the Magic Johnson jersey and says, sorry, I didn't get the memo, guys. Yeah. Have you guys heard of this Luka Doncic guy? He pretty good. That white boy can ball. I have impersonations I can do, but I don't think I can do them safely. So, fair enough. Let's put a wrap on it. Uh, last final note: Aussie Open. Oh yeah, how's that going? I, that, I haven't been paying attention. That means you haven't watched any of it. Yeah, I knew yeah. what that meant. I knew it's been going on, but like, I don't know. After the Super Bowl, my brain has kind of just shut off from sports because I was in just so much pain. I thought about that because I was like thinking about it. I was watching it. I was like, why was this so much fun last year? And I was like, because I was riding the sports high of the Super yeah. Bowl. I like Super Bowl got over and I was just like, let's start betting. Let's drink and booze and watch sports every night. Like, let's get into this. All of us had all this money too. Like we all won money because. Yeah. <laughs> on the Super on the Chiefs. Bowl. Yeah. It was a good time. Without a doubt. Djokovic is doing well. Serena has a tough board in front of her. If she moves on, Venus got injured last week. She's struggling. She's old. Um, oh yeah, and you can tell. I think she's it forty. Paris. She's like yeah. thirty nine at least. It's getting real rough. Um, I don't know. The men's game is definitely super one. Like it doesn't play to the Federers or Nadal's in Australia. So, you know, like it's a different sort of game here. Um, so that's interesting, but I'm not going to talk too long because I know most people don't care about it. Uh, talking uh. tennis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else for the people? Uh, I mean, I think we're going to switch to a bi-weekly episode schedule. I don't know if we mentioned that off yes. top. Um, yes. But we'll be Updates doing... moving forward. We'll do... Uh, every other week for the pod, um, just cause it fits our schedules a little bit better and we're going to be going over zoom. So just bear with us. Every dude on the sec network looks the exact same. They yeah, all look they like that haircut factory that I had, um, like soft, the squirrel cut squirrel cut where, yeah, yeah it was real spiked up. And They're like, all, real tight uh, what's, on the it, sides. what's his name? It's like Marty, uh, Marty Party is what the Dan Lebitard show calls him. I know we, Marty Smith. Marty Smith. Marty Smith. They're all Marty Smith clones. Honestly. Besides, they're uh, all worse versions of Marty Smith. And then they get Tim Tebow and uh, Tim Paul Tebow Feinbaum. Like them. Feinbaum I, looks Tebow different. does. Tim but they, Tebow those has are that their, look. like, yeah, those aren't the cronies that are in there. There's one other guy who's on the, he's like a former lineman. It used to be Booger. Ugh. But they replaced Booger with somebody else Smart. on the on the <laughs> uh anyway. All right, that does it for this week. We appreciate everybody listening. Uh we love you guys. We'll see you Same in two weeks. keep up with us. Yeah. But I don't know if Chandler will keep this in, but I'm gonna say it now just so it was here. If you're interested in joining this Zoom call while we record. We'll have you. <laughs> I know you don't want to do that. We'll mute you. We can do it. But you can hang out. 
Honestly, if you're funny, I'll let you talk. We could do a live pod. I love that idea. Get people engaged, come in. We miss definitely our not friends. next, not definitely not the next pod. Agreed. We need a few more tries, and I need to get much more comfortable with Zoom. It's been a minute since I've been really used it. So but we're still doing this because you guys have supported us through and it may be three of you, but you're a loyal three. So we love, we are going to, we're going to push it out till the end. And if you want to come and hang out and join us, we're welcoming you with open arms. With arms wide open. Yeah. I'll put that in as the, uh, the closing song the exit yeah outro outro music what what would be worse than cauliflower ear like if i had to give you a would you rather uh cleft palate you can get that surgically fixed though fuck no i'm taking cauliflower ear 10 out of 10 um you still have that scar. Lazy eye. Dude, I don't think anything's as bad as that. Is it lazy eye? Oh, no. Or no, call call no, everybody has lazy eyes. Yeah, I was like, I would probably take that. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, let's quit arguing about what formalities that we have. Or- yeah. God damn. Sneaky athletic. Well, I just heard the news today. It seems my life is going to change. I close my Begin to pray, then tears of joy stream down my face.